Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, Yeehaw! They made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley. And Yeehaw! Tyler Hymanson. I was gonna do a yeehaw of my bonanas for Bonanza podcast that I enjoy so much, but you beat me to it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh God, whose was that one? <laughs> I, I don't have any actual clips from the movie this time. Oh, you just got a yeehaw clip. Just got a random. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, we can't take clips from the movie. Don't. Yeah, uh, I just have random uh, country sounds. <laughs> because cool, cool. I didn't want to. I didn't want to take any clips from the movie. Didn't feel right. But uh, yeah, so uh, you guys might have been thinking you're in for a little journey to Big Water this week. Oh my God, I apologize. You probably thought with our yeehaws, the lone dinosaur was coming <laughs> I back. I know, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I wish that uh, he was along the way on Big Water, but... Uh, Surprise episode! Woo! Surprise! You've been surprised with a new a Cinderella story film. <laughs> Did you might even, even know? be starstruck. Yeah, you yeah. might. Did you even know there was one coming out? I bet you didn't, but we're here to inform you and we're here to talk you through it. And yeah, like Eli said, it's called A Cinderella Story Starstruck. Wow. <laughs> you know, uh, we always got to just pop in when we have a new uh, franchise release come out. And uh, I was actually surprised that this one came out so quickly. It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, and we also like didn't know when we were going to get to cover it um, because it just came out yesterday on on demand or you can buy it uh for 14.99 but the dvd doesn't come out till july 13th but we were mm -hmm. lucky enough to get a screener from the warner brothers publicity folks uh to be able to watch it to record this so you can hear it here first you can hear how the movie is and then decide if you want to grab it yourself um but just forewarn we're going to be just spoiling everything <laughs> so yes. yeah if you, so maybe, if you want to be starstruck yeah by then, people other than the likes of us. Yeah, then go watch it and then come back yeah. and listen. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. True stars of the film. Yeah. Well, before we get too tree far into star. it. <laughs> tree stars. No tree stars. God, no, snap out of it. We're taking I a know break. We've been, we've been engrossed for nine weeks, ten weeks, but yeah. I'm going to need weeks of therapy to snap out of that before time. <laughs> weeks. Yeah, I was shocked when we hit play on this and the people weren't dinosaurs. <laughs> um. Before we get into it here, uh, Elis, um, where can people reach out to us each week? Yes. Send us an email, sequelrights at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way to helping people find us, join our little sequel rights community, and yeah, star strike us with stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that. I love that. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you guys, Billy the Kid the Musical is in town, and auditions start right now. You know, it would be amazing to be a real actress, like in Hollywood. <laughs> Stop it. Not every princess. What is she doing? Pretending to be a Disney princess. I mean, that is so sad. Lives in a castle. Good night, boys. Anyway, what is this? It's fish. I said I wanted fish fingers. Fish fingers. Oh my god, Kale, quit saying fish fingers. Fish fingers. Not every fairy tale. The Hollywood film Billy the Kid has arrived in dreary Idaho. The cast is led by Jackson Stone. Begins once upon a time. Let's see what you got. Is that Billy? This is so embarrassing. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. Well, you know, you guys, we may have escaped the uh, animated dinosaurs, but we did not escape musicals. The songs. <laughs> and by musicals, I mean kind of like a faux musical La La Land situation here. There, it's not really that many songs and yeah. none that are, you know, driving the plot here much. It's kind of weird. Like the movie pretty much like from from the get go kicks into a song like real fast. Yeah, I was shocked how fast it did start. Yeah, yeah it was establishing uh, itself. Then as it the, became. This is a musical. <laughs> yeah, it became clear that that was not like a, you know, uh, 
traditional musical song, but they could hear her singing and see her singing. Yeah. And it's weird because, uh, yeah, I thought that it was going to be full of musical numbers because, I mean, the, the the whole movie is about filming a musical. <laughs> so you'd think there'd be a bunch of musical numbers, but it's kind of like, yeah, that first song and then some audition things and then one other number. And then it just that's pretty much it. And that other number comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, we should say uh so we're talking a Cinderella story starstruck and it is directed by Michelle Johnston who did, uh, you know, most recently we saw uh, Christmas wish was the last one. I believe she directed that. And um, the she's same, been in it for a while though. Right. Yeah. yeah. She also did if the shoe fits, I think, mm. or something like that. Um, yeah. Cause that was the one right before that. And uh, I was going to say, too, that the same people that did uh, the music for Christmas Wish did the songs for this as well. Oh. So, the math club. The math club. Yep, same guys. They're, they're good guys. They're good guys. Um, so, yeah. But uh, this one follows Finley, who is our Cinderella for the mm-hmm. week. <laughs> Bailey Madison. Bailey Madison, Hallmark Channel's favorite daughter. <laughs> is she really? I, I didn't know that. I, I when I, I looked at her IMDb, it seemed like that that there was there was a good a bounty of those type of, of films. Okay, yeah, she really um has been around for a long, long time, and yeah. like, so I'm really not surprised that this is kind of like a rite of passage for these young girls at this mm-hmm. point. Like we've seen a lot of them go through. Um, mm-hmm. but she's also already done a lot of really big things. So it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's like a step back or anything, but it's just like, it was just kind of like surprising, but I guess she's really trying to like, you know, strike out on her own instead of being like a side character and, uh, you know, whatnot. I didn't see her. What was it? Like a religious camp musical. Oh over yeah. The summer. <laughs> the, uh, a week away. Yeah. I yeah, didn't see, I didn't that, see either, that one, but I think that was a big, big a thing on away. Netflix. A week away. I, a week ago, I was actually shocked like going back in her IMDb I thought for sure that we would have seen her on some uh, franchise already but uh, not her but other people coming up but I originally thought like oh we must have done a child star check-in on her <laughs> back in the day but no she, no. she didn't you're right that's crazy because she was kind of like yeah she went this child star route and she was in, yes like, but we are like you know Kitsis and Horowitz nerds, so we know her from Once Upon a Time, and yeah. like I, I used to watch her on the that show Trophy Wife before it got canceled. That was a pretty oh, good yeah. show. And then um, she's in Bridge to Terabithia. That's the other big thing she was in when she. Yeah, I know that. But but yeah, uh, she, she's been like a, a daughter in a lot of uh, like situational rom com type mm-hmm. things, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but she's, you know, she's cute. She's a good singer. Yeah. I thought she was great, actually. Uh, she was. She did a really good job with all the awkward stuff she has to... <laughs> she really yeah, did. That's true. All the awkward yeah, scenes she has to Yeah, her comedy chops were yeah. good. I liked it. Um, and uh, she's our first Cinderella that is exhibiting some sort of talking to animals uh, Disney mm-hmm. princess thing, right? Like, have any of the other ones, like... Had had animal friends they talked to. There was the dog. The Christmas one had a dog. I feel like this is a little bit further though. She's like talking to the horses and like answering their questions and stuff. Right, right, right. And and then there's our good friend John Ham. John Ham. Oh yeah. Which is probably like if they. Oh, there he is. Sorry. Uh, If there was like you know that uh, end of year most popular baby names poll that comes out every year. If there was such a thing for pig pets, I mean, John <laughs> Ham has to have been the most popular pig pet name of the last five years, at least. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I was not surprised that that was the name of the, <laughs> yeah. the pig, but I still thought it was kind of cute. I laughed. Sure. John Ham's John Ham. But yeah, she, <laughs> she starts off and sings a song about how she wants to write her own Cinderella story. <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> so is this the same song that she sings later or was it two different songs she sings it again like when she's okay yeah it's like house. a reprise yeah, right yeah that was surprising it's not the song uh, she sings for her audition but uh, no yeah, no no yeah she, she does okay. sing, it, sing it again yeah and it's a cute song and yeah, it, it's like poppy and you know it matches what i would expect from these movies honestly yeah, yeah. kind of like i think maybe like 
got me a little bit overexcited for like how much of a musical this was going to be because yeah. then it kind of dipped down from there but yeah. cute song yeah i and had high hopes she's talking to animals she's dancing around she's uh cleaning a lot in montages which is mm-hmm. a, a must for any uh mm-hmm. young cinderella mm-hmm. and what else is a must we've got the evil step people siblings the evil step people the huns the huns are coming all the steps the stepmother the stepbrother the stepdaughter yeah stepsister i mean so it's not the first time we've had a stepbrother Mm -hmm. but it is the first time that the stepbrother has been like the same age and also like very gay um Uh the the last time there was a brother, he was like a little kid with like gadgets and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's right. a little Kevin McAllister. A little yeah. Shit. Uh, uh, but this guy, Kale, uh, is like he wants to be a, basically a social media manager or an yeah. agent. He wants to run a TikTok house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was pretty insufferable, but I thought he I thought he did a good job. That guy, uh, John. Uh, no, he's his name is Richard Harmon. He's from like the 100. I think that's the. Oh, no, really? nice. okay. I, I will say up front that I thought that the awful people in this movie were reliably funny. Yeah, I thought that a lot of the people that, that they, they extracted a lot more humor out of this side of things than any of the movies that I can recall from at least post Regina King. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really funny because Lillian. Mm-hmm. Do, I don't know how to pronounce this. Lillian Duche Roche. She was a stepsister last time. Yeah. For a Christmas right. wish. That's and right. I guess they just thought maybe nobody would notice. Um, she does but look she's pretty cr- different. Yeah, of course. Because she's not all like, you know. I didn't notice. Yeah. And <laughs> I, you you know, I would say that like the last movie in Christmas Wish, I honestly don't even remember what really the stepsisters did or you know because mm. they had that best friend too that was like mm-hmm. a much bigger role yeah. and so it kind of took away from the whole step thing um so it, I, it didn't really bother me that it was like the same girl again and um i thought she was pretty good she kind of reminded me of some of the better um stepsisters that we've seen like as far as being funny but yeah. the um i mean the fact is like when you have one of them as a boy and there's really only one competing with Cinderella, you know, on that level, they can, they get to do a lot more. It kind of reminds me of the stepsister in the um, Lucy Hale one who really had a lot more to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I thought that their interplay was really fun. I think for exactly the reason that you're saying is that like they had a lot more one-on-one rival things. There's a lot more for them to do. And, you know, we'll get into what the main conceit of what this movie is, but they I thought that they used that kind of narrative device, I guess. I don't know why I'm <laughs> dancing around it, but uh, to, to great effect with her character. And I thought that it, it ended up having a lot of scenes with her being an antagonist. That I thought were fantastic. Yeah. Her just like uh, constantly hitting on uh, hitting on hook was pretty, pretty hilarious. I thought. Yes. And like, <laughs> I feel like Saffron in and of itself isn't that bad of a name but when it's paired with the brother being named kale, kale like that really amazing. puts it over the top yes. like no, I thought saffron were... that's a fine name you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought that that was really fun i thought that they made them truly terrible well i guess we can talk about that a little bit of like it appears that uh her situation bailey madison's situation is that her dad had this amazing ranch in idaho married this kind of harpy woman with two shitty kids and he died. We don't we don't get to see the <laughs> death. Dad. Yep. Unfortunately, I really want to see the deaths in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> it adds some weight. And like you know? and we've already <laughs> seen barn deaths. So like, why not? Yeah. Um, Maybe. He but uh, he's gone. And, and they are kind of just over this house in Idaho. They think that they're, you know, they can they can move on up to the big city, Minneapolis or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they can cash in. Yeah. Oh God. And they're so terrible. Like the, just mm-hmm. the, the way they're just like, Oh, give me food. Uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> like, why haven't you made me food? And then when she does make food, she's like, they're like, Oh, this isn't what we wanted. Man. Yeah. It's a little bit unclear. They kind of, they don't go to the lengths that some of these other Cinderella's have gone to explain why she is like 
enslaved uh there or like an indentured servant to them uh there's in some of the other ones they've gone a lot more into like well these legal papers and oh you <laughs> right. want to do this don't you yeah. why not this one they're just like she's doing it and they threaten to sell the house but like there's no really like they don't explain why they're treating her this way yeah i kind of appreciated that like i thought that it was nice that it kind of just felt like that she was a nice person she wants to take care of them and like that's the relationship that she kind of fell into with them mm. and we're kind of seeing it at its end point yeah because you know, you she know this is not working for me because they're just like yeah they're just terrible people that are going to just take advantage of a nice person and it doesn't have to be some like weird situation right exactly um the other, the other part, the, the other part that I really hated was like I was like, ah, fuck these people <laughs> when they uh, <laughs> when she was trying to like sleep in the inside the house because it was so cold and the mom comes down and she's just like, what? You can't be! You're trying to take our living room from us! Like, what are you doing? Get yeah, back to your up. get back to your barn bedroom. That was insane, barn yeah. lady. I was like, big girl. Yeah. I was like, God, they're, they really are evil. That's like, also she wasn't mom, using the living room. I'm not sure why. And if this has some sort of connection to the Cinderella, um, original story, which I know the last name Tremaine does, but why is the stepmom's name Valerian? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't that was know. a very strange. What is the name of that movie? Valerian in the city of thousand, thousand planets. planets? Yeah. Stars. <laughs> Something like that, which which is kind of I enjoyed the movie more than most people. Yeah, <laughs> but every time uh, but they said was, her name, I was like, "Huh? Who's that?" It was kind of funny because the boy Kale, he kind of looks a little Dane DeHaan y, something about the, the eyes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, Valerian," um, or like I guess Valerian Steele from <laughs> Game of Thrones. Thrones but, sure, I guess. Uh, this is kind of funny. This is a weird name. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they all kind of and the stepmom. No, I didn't write down her name. What's the actress's name? Her name is April Tellick. April Tellick. I don't really recognize her from anything. She's been in a ton of Hallmark movies and garage sale mystery and Christmas movies and stuff. Kind of like the mom (laughs) from Christmas Wish. And, you know, these actresses, they're doing fine with what they are working with here. But um, I wish that they would go back to getting like a really, really strong comedic like uh, uh, yeah. lady like because the last one that I really remember as being really great was Jennifer Tilly um, yeah, from yeah. the Sophia Carson one and I remember they had uh, Jane Lynch and mm-hmm. Jennifer Coolidge and like all these like really really funny ladies so I, I wish they would kind of get back to that yeah I mean she did sometimes feel like she was kind of doing like a Jennifer Coolidge extreme light yeah that, like she was bit. kind of doing an impression there <laughs> yeah, a little bit and I was like, like eh, it's not working for me these either. movies do require that role to choose scenery what i will say is that the way that they've composed the evil step family you know i i feel like that there is something nice about a movie where the villains are mean and they're dumb yeah. Uh, and and there's something kind of nice about that that we have missed in a lot of things. I love nuanced villains. I think that they should be happening in most media. But like mean people that are also dumb, they get their comeuppance in a movie. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think there's something to be said for the stepmother at least being someone maybe not necessarily a name but at least someone you've seen before and you're kind of like oh you know this is a heavy like this is a big you know the big name of this movie um or whatnot but you know i hear what you're saying you want the next movie to be role reverse stepfather it's steve buscemi and he's just livid i mean that would be incredible (laughs) yeah no i got you i I hear you (laughs) but you know the the stepmom uh actresses they got to be willing to eat like a giant sandwich for five takes over and over again yeah (laughs) or like bad fish yeah yeah exactly the thing with the gender flipping is that you can only flip so much. You cannot have an abusive stepfather with a beautiful young teen girl. You know, it just brings a completely different shade to things, you know, even if you make him like gay or, you know, very effeminate or whatever, it's still, it's just Cinderella can be a boy. A Cinderella man story. (laughs) You know, I'm surprised they've not done a Cinderella (laughs) story. man story. (laughs) He wants to be a boxer. Is that Paul Giamatti? (laughs) 
Which is <laughs> the person that people remember, not Russell Crowe <laughs> yeah. from that movie. Who wants to be anyway. A <laughs> My step family just won't let me punch people. <laughs> Oh, my God. That'd be great. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it, honestly, if they don't, if the Cinderella story movies don't go there eventually, I would be kind of shocked. Right. Yeah. If one of them wasn't a, like a main character was about a guy. Um, Even if it was a guy, though, it's still a, an abusive a stepfather is just not entertaining in any yeah. way. Not yeah. that an abusive stepmother is, but somehow there's more room for <laughs> comedy there. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, because dudes just all across the board suck. I think yeah, that that's the thing true. that you're that we're right. dancing around there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but not Jackson Stone. He's the But not he's Jackson amazing. Stone. He doesn't he's suck. Hard. He doesn't suck. He's so nice and helpful. Um yeah, so the the big thing here is that Billy the Kid the musical is coming to town and they're gonna let uh locals audition for the film. It's a big, That's, yeah. It's a big, famous Billy the Kid musical that you two, knowing all of the history of musical theater, know and is a big and important play. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was confused about at first, I didn't. At first, I didn't realize that they were shooting a movie. I thought that they were like the musical was in town, and yeah, were, I thought it was like community theater. They were like auditioning like, to be in the musical, but no, it was, it was something where they were auditioning, even though the movie had started filming and everything. Yeah. <laughs> seem like they are there's a lot of this movie cast. that makes you not have to if if you, they assume you don't understand how production works which is fine yeah. that's how most movies should operate yeah where was this filmed uh Big question is that like warner brothers lot? did they have a little western town like that they might um, it must be an existing western it says, it says town, vancouver, that outdoor set vancouver oh okay which makes well, i'm sure i'm sense. sure it's left over from something because yeah that was pretty substantial uh little facade they had there for the auditions yeah and uh of course you know finley wants to be wants to be a star that's her thing but of course you know the stepbrother and stepsister and also the stepmom all, all want to all want to uh <laughs> join as well although the stepbrother i think wants to just be their managers right yeah which was a nice change actually yeah uh, we didn't have to see another hideous audition <laughs> and that that audition song Okay, wait. So, okay, so okay. First of all, you know, of course, they make her do all these chores in order audition, and she doesn't finish. And they want her to butcher her pet pig and yeah. all these things. And so she like sneaks out and goes to the audition, and then uh, is humiliated because the pig runs out, and then she falls in mud or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. But okay, so let's talk about the auditions. Mm-hmm. Her audition song is very cute. She's doing lasso tricks and everything, and. Uh, I actually kind of I thought it, it was really her doing it, but there was a lasso stunt double in the uh, credits. Uh-huh. Um, so they must have done some kind of movie magic situation. But anyway, uh, very, you know, little cute song. She's playing the ukulele just like uh, it, was cute. it was cute, but it wasn't sexy. So. No, <laughs> it's what the director said, not Justin, for other records, yeah. for people who haven't seen this movie. <laughs> the direct, the terrible well, Like, director. we can get into it. We, we will talk about this director character, because I think it's kind of brilliant, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, she plays the ukulele, but also kind of just made me wonder, like, why isn't Olivia Rodrigo in this movie, and will she be in the next one? <laughs> she's already no, gone she's past that, now. yeah. I, don't think, think, I think? don't think she would do it, yeah. I think she's gone. I don't know, like... Hillary I think she's Duff. gone past it. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. She's moved into like number one song stardom, and everything. yeah, she's gonna be in like a the next Safety Brothers movie. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, yeah, that I guess that's the Vanessa Hudgens path. Yeah, yeah never exactly. One of these. Yeah, spring you're right. break forever. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna be jumping out a window in the. <laughs> yeah, you're Brothers right. You're movie. right. Uh, okay, so anyways, yeah, she's very cute, but the director doesn't like her. Uh, but the of course the stars smitten with her i'm gonna take a brief aside so that we can take play the game of vanessa hudgens showed up in bad boys so where does olivia rodrigo or bailey madison which franchise are they of of the sequel rights movies that we've covered (laughs) will they show up in first oh because it's coming yeah what's even coming up Olivia Rodrigo will be in a unannounced Highlander movie. Is my <laughs> the one with Henry Cavill prediction? Oh my god, that'd be nuts. <laughs> that would be incredible. Um, 
I'm going to let's put Bailey Madison in, in a dragon heart. She has that old timey yeah. princessy vibe. Yeah, to yeah me. I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. Running around castles and stuff. Who was the other one? Oh, it was Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Bailey Rodrigo Madison. or Bailey. Oh, Madison. okay. Okay. I thought there was a third. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I would have said the purge for one of them too, but that's already coming out. So. <laughs> I mean, it's still, it still might happen. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo is going to be an old iPod and a brave little toaster reboot. What about? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, like, maybe she could be in the new, a new Herbie movie. <clears throat> oh, Ooh. yeah. Keep it. Keep it in the Disney uh, <laughs> Disney family there. That'd be cool. <laughs> people have been clamoring for new Herbie movies. Yeah. yeah. We get uh, enough people comments. in the Facebook group. I we get mean, enough but, comments yeah. on our uh, Herbie fully loaded thing. That's like, oh, Fuck that's you. that's not, those are not good comments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's that, okay, so anyways, uh, then these. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> the mom and the sister audition with like a wannabe White Christmas thing, but it's so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, not only because they're not sisters, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, for very obviously, knows, like they're doing sisters. the White Christmas like cross dressing thing where sisters sisters <laughs> uh but they're they're mother and daughter and they're fairly robotic about it i think the movie actually does a fairly good job with cringe in this moment they allow right. it to be real cringy yeah um and there's and no explanation as to why they're pretending to be sisters or no. <laughs> it's not even clear that the mom even wanted to be in the movie until this moment um, or that she understands what's happening. It's kind of subversive. Like it's kind of making fun of them in a really deep way that I, I mean, not in a deep way. It's just, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. And I liked, I, it's I liked, fucking funny. I, I liked through the, um, through the audition scenes. I don't know if it's like the casting director or the first AD or something, but there's that other lady. It's who, unclear. Yeah, the <laughs> other lady who's there like commenting along with the, with the director. And she's saying all that. Like, oh my God. But like what she can't, these people, they can't even sing. And he's just like, eh, whatever. She's, she's like hot. Like that, that's all we need to be. <laughs> and then she's also like rooting for Finley earlier. Like, oh my God, she's so awesome. And, yeah. The long suffering, uh, line producer or whatever yeah. she is is just <laughs> in a world of hurt this entire film she does finally get vindicated at the end but <laughs> right I, I feel like a lot of these jokes are paid off when there's an audition of like two old people doing what can only be ex- explained <laughs> as like extreme hand boning with like hand boning like and like everyone else is looking around like this is the worst thing we've ever seen and the director is like there's something incredible about this <laughs> yeah <laughs> She was great. Her character was like just so positive all the time. And yeah. like, unless she was trying to look for the actors, that was the only time she got mad. But. There, there was like a lot of, I don't know. There was a lot of like movie in joke stuff, but actually not as many as, as not as much as I expected. Not as much as that Beethoven uh, turn where Beethoven made a movie. Um, but yeah, still lots of like, this is probably only funny to people that live in LA and, I don't. I thought that they did a decent job of simplifying things. It's like it's not like the director is the person who's kicking somebody off a set ever. You know, like they did a bunch of stuff where I feel like that, like they were more making fun of a Hollywood set than anything else. Like this director, this actor gets the assignment. Like he is a little conniving worm that has this like super so ego that is like he's. It, it's really one of the better shitty director depictions that I've seen in a movie. And that's saying something. (laughs) He's also a uh, sequel rights alum, I believe. Right. Yes. He was in jingle all the way too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But I don't remember who his character was exactly, but the, the, um, he was Larry, Larry the cable cable guy. guy. (laughs) He was in fact, his his character's name was Jeffrey, but I don't, I, I didn't get a chance to look up. If I, my, when I read that, I thought that he was like, assisting the um criminal dude yeah it might have been i don't know but he was Did you it. get confused with beethoven i it's might a have. criminal in that movie 
in Jingle All the Way no. too? Wasn't there? No, you're thinking of Beethoven. I'm thinking Christmas. of I'm thinking of Beethoven. Oh, yeah. Weren't they trying to steal toys? Oh yeah, I don't remember what was happening. It was the talking bear. So many bears. Remember that? Oh okay. God, yeah. <laughs> so many. But so no, they were trying to steal. There were there were thieves in that too. They were trying to steal the so. So many, bears. so many bears. Oh god, I forgot about that. that <laughs> oh my so god, great. that's what that Classic. is in my top Classic. five of sequel rights clips ever. <laughs> as that extra, as all the bears get revealed and jingle all the way to. <laughs> yeah, but he was in that. I think we actually got. Bears. I think Larry the Cable Guy actually responded to us and said something about the bears. Right. Oh, so I Twitter. looked up. I looked up Jeffrey, and he was like the guy who worked at the toy store. Oh, okay. He's like the main toy guy. Yeah, I'm I still getting confused with Beethoven. I can't. Tell I'm pretty them sure apart. we got a comment from Larry the Cable Guy being like, "Yeah, there were a lot of bears." Like <laughs> yeah. not understanding that we were making fun of the <laughs> he joke. He did. Um, that was so funny. That was amazing. Thank you. But Thank yeah, you, thanks, Mr. Larry. Larry, the guy. Larry Cable. made her himself. Cableman. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's see. The hot girl gets cast to basically just stand around and yep. look pretty. Um, yep. And pig girl gets thrown off the set. Oh, yeah. So she comes back. Personally and by the director. Uh, she cross-dresses and auditions as a guy. As Huck Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> I like that She's- she at least, like knew enough to say oh my parents were just really big fans of mark twain or whatever <laughs> yeah. like she didn't just act like she had no idea what that was and everyone's just like oh yeah sure okay yeah right. they played that off really nicely i thought actually and uh her audition is also just amazing yeah it's just like a monologue she 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 does she does a serious reading of the full house theme song yeah she's like everywhere you look everywhere it's it's like she just reads out the words from the full house theme which is it really is exactly that it, it is yes. yeah oh my god i didn't even catch that oh it's so funny um i i don't remember the everywhere you look right offhand but yeah that's that's what she says <laughs> that's what she says and uh i thought that was really funny it's a funny thing that for her to do because um i don't know so gender's a construct mm-hmm. but what do we think of <laughs> Her cross-dressing getup here. Uh, does she make a realistic no cis male cowboy? <laughs> no, not at all. But I did enjoy that the movie establishes her being covered with mud and being comfortable getting dirty, and then she sees herself with mud splashed over her lip with a mustache. <laughs> that was so that stupid. is, and that is the inspiration. It is dumb as shit. I'm not trying to say that this was a right way to do this. However, it does show that she's like, it's playful. Yeah. Um, I do think that you, well, I guess, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say what you would think when you're like presented like this is a guy and it's definitely a guy. You might think like, oh, he's got a really high voice, but you might never be like, it's probably a girl dressing up as a guy. I honestly (laughs) thought that she would have done better off to just not do the mustache and the goatee and just pretend to be like a little baby faced, like teen boy, you know, like I, she, I, I think that would have been more realistic to be honest. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. I mean, you know, it's funny to have a mustache. They kind of joke about that later on. the movie. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I, I will say that it is interesting that, uh, uh, what's his name? Jackson stone, Jackson stone, Jackson stone. Uh, becomes like best friends with Huck and falls in love with this girl in first sight and is never confused sexually about all the tension that he's having with you, this you Huck keep character. Th- you keep thinking that it's going to happen, but it never quite does. Yeah, right. he's like, just all like, these yeah. cross-dressing movies usually have that sexual confusion moment, so I yeah. guess it's kind of good that this one didn't go there. I guess. Because he he really just always thinks of them as two separate people. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he respects both of friends. them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, so Jackson Stone was confusing me because I don't know if you remember that the famous Jet Jackson's alias was Silverstone or whatever. <laughs> no. And so I was like, I did not oh, recall yeah. that. I don't, I don't watch. Yeah, so, so I wonder if this is an homage to the famous Jet Jackson. Was he I Jet Jackson? It is. What was he Jet Jackson? No, it's like a completely different oh, okay. guy. Of course, the famous <laughs> Jeff Jackson is sadly passed uh, many years ago. But, oh, no. oh yeah. no! What? <laughs> you didn't know this? I don't know anything about that. So yeah. 
he went to USC and but then uh, eventually he um, took his own life. Uh, oh. Lee Thompson Young, the famous Joe Jackson. Shit. No, I did not know that. And I'm glad I did not make a joke about him taking a jet into space. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, OK, so anyways, Jackson Stone uh, is this actor. Michael who... Evans Belling from uh, the uh, super popular All American. That's the show. He's right. Up. Which I've never seen. But... Me neither. Me neither. But he plays the character Jordan Baker for anyone. What's the concept it. of that show? Uh, is it football based? It's a, it's about people who are all Americans. Okay. It says when a high, when a star high school football player from South central is recruited to play for Beverly Hills high school, two separate worlds collide. That sounds okay, like a bring, bring it, it on. Bring it on. <laughs> it, does. it really does. Uh, is he the main all American? Uh, I don't know. He's like in all 48 episodes. It says, so. Ooh, okay. Um, he might be, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is our first like fully, uh, official prince or Cinderella love interest of color, right? I think so. I think we've had some vaguely Hispanic uh, people here and there, but they had to make sure Santa was white last last movie. Right, right, right. Oh God, <laughs> I was uh, looking so yes. at <laughs> I was looking at screenshots from that movie, and I was like, oh right, he was pretending to be Santa or something. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Yeah, so I looked it up. I think he's half black, half white. Um. He's from like Ohio or something like that, but yeah, he's all American. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I thought he was like an okay, a little bit understated, I think, yeah. for maybe what this kind of for you to believe that he's like a very big star. But <laughs> uh, but I guess that kind of goes along with his character. Yeah, it felt, um, it felt good to me. I thought he was actually pretty charming and pretty like I could see why. Like, I think that the attraction between them actually made sense of like him being shy and understated and her being just a normal person. It, yeah, it slowly starts to, like I feel like his like stoic attitude and everything starts to make more sense once you like learn that, oh, he's actually a cowboy. <laughs> like, he yeah. doesn't even want to yeah. be an actor. Right. Because yeah. the whole time I was like, I thought he was just like a Hollywood actor, but no, he's like actually, he's actually like a cowboy guy from from the farm yeah it's like it's like the it's like the 50s for some reason that they found some cowboy to be in movies yeah and not like his parents were dragging him to auditions when he was they fucking sucked him right, right off the horse yeah <laughs> i didn't like that he either couldn't or didn't sing for some reason i was gonna say like you know we we couldn't fully escape the talk singing <laughs> yeah yeah his whole number was talk singing and i don't know if they made him do that for some reason or if he just can't sing so they decided to do it that way i but did i did feel like it worked better than any of the talk singing that we've heard in the lamb for time personally because i thought i thought that it fit like his character in the right, movie cowboy yeah that thing, it, yeah. it made sense that he was kind of like saying it like and it, and it wasn't like um you know he had like he had like a bit of more timbre to his voice instead of just like talking it, it you know it wasn't singing the song but it felt like i more think he can energetic. i think he might be able to sing and it yeah. might have been a choice that okay. i could see that i could see that i hope that was the case because otherwise i'm like dude there's you know plenty of princely young men out there who can sing yeah so. i can actually sing yeah that's the yeah that that talk singing song is the only other big musical number that happens um and it's kind of it funny. happens in the middle of the movie without warning. <laughs> yeah, well, you see them kind of rehearsing it, and then like all of a sudden they cut back and it's like happening. And yeah, there's a music video version of it. And it's funny <laughs> to see all the characters that we've come to know, like in the background, like fucking up and stuff. Like, yeah, I gotta say, my favorite character is Kenny the stuntman. He yeah. was the, Kenny the Kenny the beleaguered stuntman, <laughs> which I, I thought did like Kenny the stuntman, but I didn't love that he was like. Asian and thus the only Asian man being constantly yeah. emasculated is like that's true you know but I just thought it was funny because I just kept thinking like oh man I wonder if this has ever happened to Thomas <laughs> like that, that, <laughs> that, scene, that scene when he's like uh you know when uh the director's just like Finley why don't you just or Huck why don't you just get in there and like do this stunt and he's just like whoa she she can't do this stunt she's not even union I mean I I'm, I did like that that was I'm my like, favorite yeah. joke of the whole <laughs> yeah. movie it was him being like he's not even in the union he can't do that like he's like oh, I probably know that, that is very better. true like that whole banter scene with that stunt I thought was really funny I thought that just him as an actor was playing a very charming role yeah. and I found him to be very funny it was super uh, likable I thought yes even though yeah. They were, even though they kept being like, 
yeah, Kenny, you're doing a great job. Yeah, he was the whipping boy, but but it was kind of at the expense of the director being like a full on asshole. Like it was the director being a prick. Like I think it worked because they set him up as an unserious, undisciplined. Like they already took away the director's power, you know, like from the beginning of the movie of just watching him be this kind of sycophant dude who's drunk on his own power. Um, yeah, and my only point for not liking him is like just kind of like a representation point because he's the only Asian and there are so few roles for Asian people. Mm-hmm. Like they, everyone kind of has to be everything. And when there's an Asian man being emasculated, it's kind of like, oh, well, here's this again. It's back into the, you know, that stereotype. But uh, yeah. if there were more, you know, Asian people all over the movie or in movies in general, then it'd be fine to have a yeah. dorky, beleaguered stuntman. Right. But I was like, yeah. They better not be making fun of my Thomas. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, Thomas can dance. He was on the hip hop team and he he knows all all that. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I thought his performance was super charming. And I, yeah. I, I took it as definitely like this could have been any role in this movie and that this he was just the best person that they found. And I thought he was great in it. Um, but I agree, like it would be great if there wasn't this entire stigma miasma around mm-hmm. emasculating Asian characters where he could there there's there could be one in a movie and yes. it's funny and it's exactly. great. Yeah. yeah. Uh and it's just that's just Kenny. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yes, there's lots of many, many, many cross-dressing shenanigans that we've seen in many, many franchises, not just Cinderella, but all mm-hmm. sorts of things. Um, I did enjoy, uh, yeah, it kind of all comes to a head at this one, one moment where, um, you know, again, Kenny has like messed something up. And so they bring, they bring, uh, Huck in to kiss, uh, Saffron in that moment. And like, they play it out for s- so long that I just thought, it, I, I thought that like the, like you said, Tyler, like the cringe and all the mm-hmm. just awkwardness in this, like got really, really, really uh, strong. And I, I thought it was super funny. Just the way, like she was taken forever to like talk herself up to it. Like you, you can do this. I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go over there. And just kiss her and, and <laughs> yeah. And like- I like that. It was clear <laughs> that the discomfort was just that it was her sister and sister. a horrible person, yeah. Yeah. not the girl on girl thing or whatever. Exactly. And, th- and that she eventually does it. Like it wasn't like, like yep. it was just her being like, okay, like I like this is the reality. I need to be in this, and it was kind of like an actor's dilemma too. Like it was something <laughs> that like because one of the things I really loved about this movie that's a subplot is that everyone comes to really respect her acting ability. Yeah. Um. Throughout the course of it, and I, I really loved that kind of being part of this process, and also Jackson Stone being you know like oh well you know it's not somebody that you know, and like kind of this like there was a little bit of behind the curtain camaraderie of these youth stars and these types of movies being put in these kind of terrible situations of having to kiss these random strangers. <laughs> uh, and I, I thought that it was, it was nice and fun and it felt like it was written from a place of uh, actual empathy. Yeah. And this is just like, yeah, Bailey, Bailey Madison just doing like a great job with the like yes. awkward, just the just the way she was always like, <clears throat> oh no, I'm a, I'm a man. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me, I'm a, I'm a man. <laughs> and she would, just, you know, because she'd like get excited and go into like the higher girl voice, and she was always just like, <clears throat> and I, I don't know. I, I thought she did a great job with all that. I thought she was very good in this movie. Yes. Yeah. And in a way, although, you know, cross-dressing shenanigans can be problematic, mm-hmm. in a way, it's kind of nice to, you know, he really maybe could it be it's slightly more believable that he doesn't know who she is or doesn't recognize her as opposed to normal when it's like oh glasses and messed up hair and oh she's ugly now or she's wearing a mask or whatever you know whatever silly things we've had i think we had a uh, like veils at one point you know like just <laughs> yeah. so yes she's pure she's insanity wearing- Full on, you know, multiple layers of cowboy costume, a wig, a hat and facial hair. I yeah. mean, enough layers that she can strip them off as she descends an entire staircase later in the movie. <laughs> yeah, that was sexy time. <laughs> oh, right my there. God. Well, we have to get to that scene because that uh, yeah. it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, 
But I did, yeah, <laughs> there's multiple moments in the movie where she has to, like, in two seconds, like, quick, take off all these clothes. And then I'm like, <laughs> she has too many things to put that outfit back on yeah. and get back to shoot that scene while they already started shooting. There's one point where she does the full Tobias Funke, Mrs. Doubtfire. That is. <laughs> yes. Oh, in the costume? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Excuse me. What are you doing here? <laughs> That was so great. Um, what else is going on uh, that we haven't really got to yet? There, the the big uh, thing is that the step family is gonna sell the farmhouse and everything just to kind of sure. s- spite Finley. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh just, yeah, they end up shooting the movie at the farmhouse yeah. because the location falls through and it, col- it literally collapsed. I think. Yeah. <laughs> fell through literally um we get i think the movie peppers in a decent amount of jackson seeing bailey madison Mm -hmm. as just her being normal around the house and trying to find her and like they do a good job of keeping the momentum of that attraction up while she has to still keep the ruse going of being in the movie but like the movie is what she wants acting is what she wants so like her motivations to keep the ruse going is not to like get closer to him Mm-hmm. which I thought was really nice for this movie because all the other ones are just like, I have to do this thing just so I can spend time with this dude. Yeah. And for her, it was out of her complete own agency. And they were actually able to keep that separate where he could still have the attraction to her, but then she could still be succeeding and, you know, doing what she loved to do on her own. And they didn't kind of muddy the waters there. Uh, in a way that I thought was relatively impressive. Yeah, she actually, like, every time she was herself, she was, like, trying to avoid him. <laughs> even. Yeah. It's not, it's not, like, <laughs> not like she was then away. trying to sneak onto the set as herself or anything. Yeah, And I think because, like, I, what I took from that is that because she thought that her, you know, that she wanted to act and be part of this movie more than she gave a shit about being around a hunky dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you don't really... There's not really any... I'm trying to think, like, are there even moments in the movie where it's like she's pining away for him or anything? I don't think no. that even happens. I mean, she thinks it's times clear, there's when an she attraction. starts to realize she has a crush on him, like yeah. when he yeah. falls or whatever. And she's like, oh, I'm so worried oh, about that's you. Right, that's like, right. Oh, God, why did I say that? But she's not like in her room funny. like, oh, my God, Jackson. Or no, no, it's like, always yeah. about breaking free and writing her own story yeah. or whatever. Yeah, which I thought, yeah, um, you're right. That is really great about this movie. Yeah, and there, is there something interesting, too, about you know, a lot of times these Cinderella's want to get discovered and be whisked away somewhere Mm -hmm. away from the stepmother and the step siblings. And, and this one, particularly like the fact that the house is like this place that's so important to her. And she just kind of like, yeah, she wants to sing and act, but really what she wants is to just keep that house and spend the rest of her life there. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's so that's a little bit different. I mean, we've had ones before where like I, I know Hillary Duff really wanted to keep that diner and you know, but like this is like one where she's really not trying to escape anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the climax of the movie is that, you know, Jackson Stone says that he's going to watch over the house. She gets it and she can go off and make a movie while he kind of lays low and does cowboy shit for mm-hmm. nine months, which is like insane for one of these movies like yeah Yeah, she's like i'll take care of the house you go have a career for a little bit (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah so one one of the things that didn't work for me was like you know eventually obviously she gets found out she -hmm. gets found out by the step stepbrother and they have this big confrontation and i like it didn't like what didn't work for me is like i didn't understand why they would be so mad at her that she was no hooked. it made no sense like they're like you I, how could you do this to us and i was like how is this affecting you at all yeah i think in the past it's been like more of a one-on-one competition where yeah. they're mad that the cinderella girl is taking attention away from the stepsisters or the mother or whoever it is. But this one, it was like the stepsister still got a role, in the, a big role in the movie yeah. and, you know, was featured. So I'm not really and sure why they're so mad other than just wanting attention, yeah, I guess, exactly. not liking her. I just thought it was like, it felt, it felt more like an overreaction than it, it does. It always feels kind of like an overreaction, but this one, I was just like, I don't get why they would be so like freaked out and pissed off about it. Yeah. It's the one thing that was kind of incongruous because I think it's just that they were so, pathetic yeah. at, at that point 
We're going to take the fire stop. Where it's just like, you shouldn't have power over her whatsoever. <laughs> also, yeah. like, they don't really know that there's only one scene left or she can be replaced. Like, they could be tanking the whole movie by locking her up. Right. Yeah. I mean, of course, everyone could be replaced. But, you know, like, uh, it could be really, really bad. Like, they could be costing the production a lot of money. Oh, yeah. They could not get paid <laughs> for their. Like, yeah, it's it's none of it, it is nonsensical. Well, uh, do we want to talk about the big, the big final moment, like that Tyler alluded to? The yeah, I mean, it turns out when the that this star movie, strikes the surface the of the final earth. Final scene. <laughs> yeah, this movie can pivot very quickly because they decide to change the entire yeah. thing. With yeah. the it's an apocalypse movie. Improvisation. No, so, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So they're trying to shoot. You know, they can't find Huck because you know Finley's been locked up in a in the barn or whatever. And so they've got uh, Kenny trying to do the scene, which he was originally supposed to do, but he can't remember the lines for the life of him, and he falls down the stairs and all this terrible stuff. I mean, in his defense, he didn't think it was going to be his anymore. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't have to practice anymore. Right. But then at the last second, like, well, I don't know, on take number six or something, like, Finley comes in as Huck and starts saying, like, starts with the lines, but then starts changing and adding things from her own life or whatever, and... Everyone's just like, wait, what? The lake? Like, what are, what are they talking about? But as she's slowly d- walking down the stairs, like, this part I thought was just so funny. <laughs> she's, like, slowly unbuttoning her outfit and, like, pulling off the layers, like, in kind of like a, it looks like kind of seductively. It's a seductive, <laughs> like, I'm transforming into a woman before your yeah. eyes. And, like, I mean, honestly, I think it's only seductive because she, like, is keeping eye contact right. with the guy the whole time and, and not taking looking off as she's and doing taking the things off. The yeah. Like time. if she had been just like taking the clothes off regularly, it wouldn't have been as yes. like sexy other than like coming down the stairs and like not breaking eye contact. And stuff <laughs> but like it was that. like such an absurd moment. And like, I was waiting, you know, eventually like the trick is like, is she taking her, is taking her clothes off? Like what's yeah. happening? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh thank God, someone said something. Cause I was just like, this is so weird. <laughs> yeah. Still and then shooting, Jackson's the like, put thing. the mustache back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I like it like that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, she takes off the whole thing and reveals who she is and they hug. And, and then, yeah, the insane thing is that the director's like, oh, my God, that was brilliant. And then I'm like, is this the new ending to the movie? Is this what they're <laughs> yeah, going to do? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that makes no sense. Like, Because oh, all they have to do is go back and shoot a few things of her as a girl at the lake. And there you go. It's the movie. Yeah, yeah. they could be like, yep, he was a guy. He was a girl the whole time. <laughs> I just thought that scene played out very strangely. I don't know. It was weird. But yeah, I, this movie no longer has anything to do with Billy the Kid. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, unless all. they named their kid Billy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's a happy ending. Uh, you know, everyone, you know, she actually gets, uh, you know, recognition for her amazing acting, like Eliz had said at the end. And, uh, you know, the director wants to put her in the next movie with I mean, Jackson originally. Yeah. The three terrible people, the the stepmom and the two step siblings, they're homeless at the end of this movie, though, right? I mean, I think so. Uh, the term is unhoused. I'm sorry. <laughs> they're true. unhoused at the end of this movie. Well, yeah, you don't see that the, like she kicks them out or anything, but, you know, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> my house, my rules. She has the mug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lad, don't I, let the live, laugh, love sign hit you on the way out. <laughs> I did like that they just sort of like focused on her getting, you know, her dreams coming true. And there was no big final set piece of like a bunch of manure falling on the step family yeah. or like, you know, yeah. like I didn't a need come up flying into yeah, their face. No come up they didn't get dragged away. I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like the brother fell in mud like that one time, but it was in the middle of the movie. And like, yeah, you know, so it, yeah. their comeuppance nice. is being cruel and dumb. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting that like, uh, you know, Jackson's like, ah, eh, you know, I don't want to be a star. I'll stay back and watch your uh, farmhouse while you go off and be a movie star. Yeah. I guess maybe that's like, you know, in the, I don't know how young girls are thinking today, but you know what they say, all the kids now want to be famous and be on TikTok or whatever, but maybe now we're also all just fantasizing about having a partner that supports that, uh, you know, <laughs> no, like, absolutely. A yeah. partner that doesn't want to take the spotlight for themselves and just wants to stay home and take care of you so that you can become famous. 
I mean, that's what dudes have wanted for a fucking five, five thousand years. So. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, I thought it was actually justified and really nice. I thought mm-hmm. that the movie earned that ending. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure people say it's not realistic, but honestly, doing all these child star check-ins over the years, there are, you know, like a good half, if not third of third or half of these kids. They're just like, yeah, it wasn't for me. And I went on and I did something else. You know, yeah. like that. They, they just like, yeah, I stopped. I just didn't care anymore. It wasn't my favorite thing to do, etc. So making it's not movies totally kind of unheard of. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, I have to say, I did hate that she looked into the camera and winked. At the oh end God, making out with him. Yeah. Wink. You know what? Other there's like another. There was another really funny transition <laughs> that I forgot about. There's that moment where like she's taking the pig like to the vet or whatever. Right. And like, there's this weird transition where the pig goes, yeah. <laughs> it like zooms into the pig's mouth and That's then right. and then it like goes to these dancers at the, <laughs> at oh, the movie oh. set. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, that was funny. But yeah, the winking at the end was I'm like, okay, I guess it's a fairy tale type movie. Have they done that in all of them? Is I that why they're doing that? I don't know. I don't remember I don't that think happening. So. I don't recall that, but it's entirely possible. Yeah. It's been a while. Um but yeah. It ends and there's another song during the credits that I can't remember. It's like a popier. Yeah, know, she sings it. Yeah. And credit type song. But it's not like a remake of one of the other songs. It's like a separate song. Um, but yeah. Well, I guess it's that time where we talk about how many fake mustaches we want to give this movie. <laughs> how many fake mustaches? How many fake mustaches? Mustaches. Mustaches. Um, I'm going to give it, oh, God. Actually, you go first. I can't decide. Okay. I'm going to give it six fake mustaches. (laughs) 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 Um, I think, uh, yeah, this movie's actually not that bad. You know, I I kind of, you know, it came out of nowhere for us. And, you know, these movies have been all over the place. And so I kind of like my expectations going in are always kind of like, eh, you know, who who knows what's going to happen in this movie might be really cheesy, but I think they got, uh, you know, we talked a lot about the cast and the casting in this movie. I think they did a great job with casting other than maybe the stepmother. Um, but everyone I think shows up and does a great job. And I like the, uh, yeah, a little bit more empowering story for this Cinderella. Uh, she gets to, you know, follow her dream. And I think like a lot of the, a lot of the comedy, uh, situations with the cross-dressing and everything just work really well uh, off of like Bailey Madison's performance in this movie. And I think that if you're a fan of the Cinderella story movies, there's a, uh, you know, it's the same kind of um, format and everything, but there's enough new stuff here and, you know, seeing Bailey Madison's performance and stuff. I think that you could get enough out of it to have a good time. If you're, if you're like, you know, a teenager or something. Uh, I also want to give it six fake mustaches. I just kind of, I don't know. I'm not confident enough to do it without hearing one other person's maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I thought that overall this was pretty good. Um, the acting and the comedy and everything. And, and, you know, when I first saw the like log line of cross-dressing movie in 2021, I was like, are yeah. you kidding me? I was scared, but they managed to like kind of, by not having that sexual confusion, by not having it be like, oh, there are no more roles for girls, only boys, you know, like, no, it wasn't any of that. It was just her personal circumstances Mm -hmm. that caused her to do this. It wasn't like a Tootsie situation or, you know, whatever, Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, which is like, those things are more problematic in my opinion. But um, the only thing that I would say is I wish it was a stronger musical. Like I wish all movies were stronger musicals. Um, <laughs> we didn't discuss, there was like a really long extended cool dance number, like before the auditions just oh, for yeah. no reason. And so I'm like, okay, more of that, you know, more, <laughs> more yeah. dancing, which, more singing, which movie did more to save jazz, this movie or La La La. <laughs> this movie saved country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I will say, though, that I I kind of maybe could tell you the the write my own story lick, but there's like no song in this movie that I can remember as well as I can still remember Toys, Toys, Toys from the Christmas yeah, Wish. Okay? Shit. Oh, like, I, don't, I don't know if that's a good I've thing or a bad thing, all those but I just had to say it. 
I had forgotten Toys, Toys, Toys until you said that, but you are correct that I <laughs> I now remember Toys, Toys, Toys more than this movie that I watched yesterday. Yeah. Um, I would be very curious to go back in this movie about five years and still feel and still see if I felt the same way that I did. But I agree with you, Eliz, that like I thought that this movie, when I heard about the concept, that it was going to be wildly problematic. I think that it did a fairly decent job navigating that. I'm not sure if it was just stripping out things or if it was because it was all by her own character's agency and it didn't make it a thing at all really um it, nobody was really like that wasn't why the um the family was mad at her that wasn't mm-hmm. why the director was mad like it was never that was never the issue no one ever right. felt betrayed by it yeah um and i think that that might be the secret sauce of it and i hope that that's the case uh but i my experience of watching in 2021 is that, yeah, it was surprisingly well handled and not cringeworthy and had some decent laughs. And I'm also going to give it a six fake mustaches. So that gives us a full sign of the devil. Six, six, six. And uh, yeah, I thought that this movie, uh, it was, it was, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, these movies have been a slog since we got past like two or three and or maybe one (laughs) and i i thought that this was a pretty solid entry i would say that in this series though i feel like each movie has had at least like one or two things that kind of set it apart and were actually good like which is a little bit more than I can say for some Beethoven's and some other situations. <laughs> for a where, lot of the things that we've talked about. Right. Whereas this one, even though some are better than others, there is like, I could probably tell you one cool, unique thing that I liked about each one. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Which I think is good. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to bring <laughs> us to the end. <laughs> oh, you know what that sound means? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the bonus Justin round. must be stopped <laughs> <laughs> sorry don't put me in front of this board I'll just push buttons all yeah. Um, yeah I think it's going to bring us to the end of Cinderella Story Starstruck I gotta say uh, you know just because of the, the title of this movie if you guys haven't had a chance yet to check out the HBO Max original show Starstruck, which is about, you know, similar thing. Oh, really? Uh, where it's like, you know, a uh, normal I've person right. falling in love with a movie star. Huh. Um, it's Rose Matafeo's. Uh, she's a New Zealand comic and it's like her show. Uh, it's only six episodes on HBO Max. It's great. Check it out. I just thought it was funny that we were, we were, I was watching that this week as well when we're watching. Yeah, I just Star saw that on HBO Max, but yeah. I didn't watch it. I was just like, oh, how funny. And that matches the movie. I would check And that actually, out. now I'm thinking about it, I don't really think that Bailey Madison was ever that starstruck by Jackson Stone. That's never. what I was saying. She never is like, oh my God, Jackson. I, yeah. There was one part of the movie where she's like, I'm just a plain girl from Idaho. And it's just like, no, you didn't. If anything, he was starstruck by her, which her, is yeah. maybe the lesson we needed to learn all <laughs> along. Reverse. <laughs> What would, what's that called? Like, uh, you know, dirt struck? No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> what's the opposite of star struck? Farm struck? Farm dirt struck. Dirt swing. Normal <laughs> struck. Yeah. <laughs> Normie struck. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Hello, it's me, serious business person. Normie struck. <laughs> Normie struck. <laughs> I've been struck by Normie's love. Um well, you know, uh, you might think that we would want to get right back to uh, the land before time because we got to get it get it over with. I mean, we can't we can't be that f- we can't be out of the Great Valley for that long. Yeah. I mean, our Grandpa par- will worry our parents about Parents are going to be like, where'd they go? Um, but you know what? We got to do another surprise franchise check, and not really a surprise because we knew this was coming. But it was with the pandemic and everything. It was just like, when moving. is this movie going to come out? <laughs> But uh, this weekend, over uh, 4th of July weekend, I think, um, The Forever Purge is finally coming out. And, uh, you know, it's been a while since we saw the first Purge. And now we're going to get to see The Forever Purge. And I'm just uh, excited. You know, this is now, uh, I think this is what now, the the first franchise that we've had two, uh, like, drop Special return episodes? Yeah. I think so. We need, we need a name for the right? special return episodes. Yeah. Franchise 
Our grand jury episode. Operation <laughs> Franchise Drop. <The> grand yeah. jury. <laughs> um, I think it is. Like, we haven't come back for oh, two we different had two ones. tremorses, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. That's true. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> um, but either way, we're excited two for the dragon hearts. No, only one dragon heart. I think. Oh, well. Yeah, we might have we might have had it had that one lined up for a new one, and then another one came out. Yeah. Um, but either way, we're seeing the Forever Purge. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I've seen the trailer, but I'm not going to. I've seen the trailer also. I'm not going to speculate too much, but it sounds like all day, 24 hour purge, purge. That's right. 24 seven now. It'll be. We'll let you hours. know. We'll make sure that we watch the movie and not just some news on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Sounds like they're talking about real life. <laughs> but I mean, it's, cry. A, it's already a classic because we've been walking around going, does this translate over, <laughs> yeah. over, over again? So it's already an instant classic film in our book. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we will have, we're excited to report back next week, but until then, Elis, where can people get in touch with us? Yeah. Let us know where they think the next Cinderella story is going. Space. <laughs> Space. Uh, but also email us at sequelrights at gmail.com. Find us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Five starstruck stars go a very long way to helping other people find us and join our grand jury. I'm going to use grand jury all the time now. <laughs> it's It could be a, a Cinderella story starstruck too, where they're actually in a oh. space station dodging star. You know, you know. That's right. That's right. It could work. It could work. Jackson Stone's going to use his six shooters to shoot some stars out of the sky. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. We'll see you guys next week for the forever purge.